Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today our special guest is Isabella Niviadomska. Isabella is known as the energy entrepreneur, speaker, award-winning author, performance, nutrition and wellness coach, health and mindset strategist. She's a member of the Association of Transformational Leaders for Europe, an associate of the Royal Society of Medicine, an ambassador for women of contribution, nutrition sponsor of the World Record Expedition, philanthropist and entrepreneur. And in all that, amongst that, she finds time to write books. Um, she's the co-author of two in, number one international best-selling books, Pay It Forward series, Notes to My Younger Self, and Transformation Lessons, 38 Insights to Manifest Your Best Life. Sounds good. Her new book is Stop Dieting, Start Eating. Man, this sounds good. How to Look Delicious, Think Nutritious and Spice Up Your Life. So that looks a book of interest to me. So, Isabella, welcome. So tell me, Isabella, when we mentioned, and, and this is really coming from a few other podcasts that are happening at the moment, a couple of episodes with other people, uh, about leaders, the humanness of leadership, or leadership's all about feeling. Um, I know you have a perspective on that, about um, being human and connecting with humans. So tell me from your angle how you see that, what lead, what's important to leadership or particularly corporate leadership. I think basically um, all our relationships or the quality of our relationships are based on the quality of our communication. And regardless yep. who we are, uh, what skills, qualifications we've got, whether we are the leader or someone who is being led by a leader, mm. we are all human beings. And to be a good leader, we need to understand the psyche, the nature, the needs, the basic human be needs of another human being. So to look at someone who is part of your team, part of your organization, is really to look at another human being. And not judging people but by their behavior, but yeah. understanding where the behavior comes from. What are the needs, the human needs that maybe they haven't been met and people are crying for being uh, to, to, to meet those needs. I think a, a few years ago, I listened to Tony Robbins. He brilliantly um, explains that, that people will respond to you in only two ways. One, it will be a loving way, which means they will agree with you, they will connect with you. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. other way, it will be a cry for help. And yeah. the cry for help will be expressed and demonstrated in a different way. Sometimes it could be anger, sometimes laziness, yeah, sometimes yeah. whatever different behavior from dramatic, drastic to outrageous to very good as well but it will be an expression that someone wants to have their human needs met and they are not being met so they are trying to get attention like this right. child who someone new comes into the house and suddenly a child feels i'm not being loved anymore they don't give That's me right. the attention That's so, right. so understanding the human nature um it's so important because then we can be more understanding and less critical, less judgmental, which means we can find a better way to tune in and deliver to people in a positive way the needs they are looking for to have it met. And, 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 and you're right. 
particularly and this current environment, of, yeah. Absolutely. Instead of being confrontational, instead of being judgmental, because then it increased the, it's like trying to kill the fire with the fire. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. two sides are arguing, you know, no one is getting what they need and what they want. So one, has uh, to, one side has to have this wisdom to understand, okay, what, what is your need? How can I help you to meet your need? What can I do for you right now to make you feel better? Let's start from that. And then we can yeah. just get what we want as well. So they say communication that is based on really pure understanding. And, and that's, that reminds me of uh, parts where it was reciprocity. Like yes. people will be a reflection. If you're a leader, uh, well, I don't call them leaders. I call, I call them managers of process when they're not <laughs> when they're not leading. Is that if you've got all this anger and negative energy, people will reflect that. They will actually. You, all you're doing is encouraging them to be angry and have negative Absolutely. energy, and they can't operate effectively with that. You're, you're basically killing hours and hours of work, men, like men and women hours that you're paying them for and they're not doing anything because you've created this disaster and they're trying to cope with it. I just don't, like it just fascinates me with people and when they get there they go, ah, oh. but if you're positive and, and you're more, more connected with people and you're more the servant leader and you're getting an understanding, they reciprocate by, by feeling the same and when they're like that, people want to work. They want to do stuff because they've got the energy. Absolutely and I totally agree with you. And it all comes down to your mindset yeah. and to the energy you hold within you, your perception of things, how you look at, uh, at life. And, and again, it just comes down to this understanding of human nature because if you come from the point of view of being loving and understanding, you don't have time to be judgmental and critical. <laughs> it's impossible <laughs> to be both. Like it's, so it's, it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's understanding this... Uh, Obviously, in school, we learn about the um, Newton's law, yes. uh, action, reaction, and etc. And we understand it in a logical way, but we forget about the practical way in our real day-to-day -day life, how that applies and how it works. And whatever we project, we, whatever we send, either verbally or in our mind with our emotion energetically, yep. it comes back to us. It will to that so understanding that it's very very powerful um, and it just helps you to have this outlook on life that you always you, you let me put it this way you understand the reality but you look in the reality for the positive aspects and how they can match your vision that's for right yeah it's always looking for the well the brighter side of life to quote Monty Python right um, but that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to find something to grow the energy, the positive energy, and it might only be a speck, but if you're growing it, it'll take over the negative energy because people Absolutely. want, people look for positive energy and they'll, they'll be attracted to it because it's a better feeling and that'll help eradicate the negative energy. It's just, it's just it. I, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> I'm all into energy. <laughs> I read a book uh, a number of years ago, uh, yes, a long time ago, and um, 
it was saying that if you look at someone or something, even a plant, in the book they were talking about plant, if you look at the plant for about 20 minutes or an hour and try to send the feeling of love and appreciation for that flower, how it beautifully grows, it could be a vegetable, a fruit, so they've done a lot mm. of experiments on that. They measured that actually the plants that someone was sitting in front of them for a certain length of time, sending this positive loving energy, they had more nutritional value than the other plants, other vegetables. They no one was actually sending that loving energy towards them. I agree with that. I've got I've got a I've got a bit of a green thumb. My mother had an exceptional green thumb. I have a touch, but I don't really have thousands of plants in the apartment in Singapore because I travel too much and I'll be dead when I come back but I have a really good palm that I started about one inch tall that's now a couple of meters tall that's my I look at it I get energy from it and you get energy from the beauty and I likewise I talk to it so apart from people thinking I'm a bit strange but to me I'm adding energy to that plant right is it, to well, me, it's I'm all glad energy. That I'm not it's the only energy. one that talks to plants. I'm glad that I'm not the only one because That's I talk it. to my flowers. <laughs> I talk to my birds. My, my, so. my mother taught me that. She had flowers and she'd talk to them every day. Like, and she always could grow anything from anywhere. Right. So, so I've learned that. But that's no different to humans. Absolutely. If you connect, you're connecting with humans. That's how you grow them, because they want to be grown. Yep. And it starts with you. It's That's not right. what you can expect from other people, not what you want out of them, but what you give it to them. This is the giving process, giving that starts the receiving. Sometimes we misunderstand the giving, but it's really mm. giving the love, to give the trust, to give the understanding, to give the, this, uh, this uh, appreciation, to give the recognition. People love it. People need it. And they will be getting back to you and you will be, they, they will be responding to you in the same way. And you can draw the best out of people yeah. when you actually appreciate them more instead of trying to find faults and, and pick up on their mistakes. Anyway, mistakes is just a part of growing process. And I love yeah, that's it. Right. It's a learning <laughs> process. Yep. It's how to develop. But, but, but you're right there. I mean, at the end of the day, good leaders know that they're the little speck of sunshine yes. in the universe and they want to grow the sunshine. So if you want to grow something and create a culture, you've got to live it first and it manifests out. You can't Absolutely. sit back and expect someone to do else to do it for you. Otherwise, you're abdicating your responsibility to someone else. In other words, get out of the leadership chair and clear off. Let that person come in and do it. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's your moral obligation as a leader is to create that positive energy. Um, you touched on something very interesting. Um, recently, someone tweeted about negativity or negative people in our life. And some people, they were posting comments that, uh, oh, you can just uh, uh, shield yourself from them or just uh, go away from them so you are not surrounded mm. by, them, by them. But actually, like we talk about this energy, it's not about them. They are the That's reflection right. of the energy you project. So look yes. at yourself first. It's something you in a negative way project and you will carry on. Even if you move away, you will go into another environment and you will attract them because that's what you project. Well, so it's, it, it, you're right. Negativity, when you see negativity or negative behavior in someone or that you perceive as a negative behavior, look into yourself first. What are you I agree. Feeling? 
the moment, either positive, either really enlightened, either really high vibration, either full of good energy, positive energy, or am I being critical or am I being, maybe I'm not just well. And that's why I don't feel well. So I project the, the kind of low vibration energy out there and it comes back to me in the yeah. form of negativity in someone else. So always look into you and not into someone else. That's exactly and right. The problem yeah. is resolved with you. Because <laughs> I've seen some quite optimistic people over the years who've, who've said, <laughs> Casey said that. But when, when we've... <laughs> Oh, sorry. When we've analysed it, it's come back to being an issue back to them. Absolutely. You know, like it's, oh, well, I went to the boss, but he, you know, I feel negative. Like I feel down now because of his reaction. So when we talked about it, it was actually, I wasn't that confident anyway, and it was just a realisation that I didn't really have a handle on, the, on what I was, I was showing him anyway. So see, it comes back to them. But if they were really confident, they wouldn't have been stymied about that. They would have kept that motivation going in some form. Um, it is a skill that can be taught and yeah. it's almost like a priming. So I think as leaders, um, it's good to be aware that um, we constantly need to be aware of our state and our energy level. And if we feel that maybe we are not at our peak state, we need to prime ourselves, prepare ourselves. Because what counts really is how we show up in life. How we show up in a meeting, how we show up in a conversation, what are we bringing into the conversation, into a meeting within ourselves, within our energy? Are we really at, at the peak state? High vibrating energy, positive way of looking at things, appreciation, or are we kind of not really in a peak state? And often our peak state is determined by our physiology. That's the first aspect. If we are not feeling well, if we are not healthy, if we are tired, um, it is straight away the factor that affects our presence and yeah. affects our energy we project out. I mean, let's face it, when you come home feeling tired, you can be, even if you are the most loving father, you can be a little bit impatient with your child that suddenly comes and wants to, in a noisy way, play with you. You can, yeah. you can be a little bit abrupt mm. and you don't mean that, but you are tired. So your reactions, your responses are not as good as when you are feeling on the top of your game and you are at your peak state. So well-being of our own body, yeah. physical and mental, it's a vital for um, leaders to be aware of and work on it every day. It's not something that you can do occasionally. I go on holiday, I relax. It's just yeah. a process of everyday routines or rituals that enable you to get centered within you, get this good, high vibrating energy. And one of the good things... Uh, have you noticed that sometimes we, when we are, we've got a lot of work to do, we feel tired, but we feel, yeah. oh, I need to push myself to do more. That's probably one of the biggest mistakes we make as human beings. Yeah. This is the time actually to give your body to rest, to recharge, uh, time for recharging the batteries because your body is your well, it's your tool <laughs> that That's you right. use, your home where you live in, it's uh, your asset it, without your body. Your soul, your soul lives in this home, it, which is your Absolutely. physical body. Yeah. 
it's like if you walk for many hours, you know that you have to sit down and rest your legs. Yeah. It's the same way if you've been working with your mind, with your brain for such a long time, you need to give your mind, your brain some rest. So slow yeah. down. This is the time to have a nap. Maybe 20 minutes. It's perfectly enough. That's right. Meditation session, breathe, focus on your breathing, slow down the noise in your mind and give your brain some rest. So then you can come back fully recharged and yep. you can just perform, be back at your peak state and you can perform better. Yeah, I agree with that because I, I, a lot of the people I've coached, the better, let's say the top quartile of those leaders almost to the minute they know when and they take time out to rest. The next level, next quartile, do it ad hoc. and They still do it, but not as consistent. But those top people, they regularly take time out. And you're right, it's a mental break. Could be 15 minutes, could be five minutes, could be 20 minutes. They have their routines because it re-energises their brain and their mind. So it gets them that. So people outside and around their environment are a reflection of them, not the other way around. Exactly. It's the key really to feel good. And there are different things that will contribute to us feeling good. For some people, it could be listening to the lovely piece of music. For some, it will be being out um, in the nature. For some people, it will be just go for a run. For some people, going to the uh, gym and have a gym yeah. session. Yeah. For some people, it Whatever could be suits. reading something interesting or watching mm. comedy or watching something nonsense program that mm. might not make sense to other people that it makes you feel good it's, so it's, just, it's whatever whatever works <laughs> you're right it's whatever works now other things you're mentioning was uh which i want to come back on because you mentioned before about uh the words and being being a journalist originally a journalist yes. uh words are your sort of uh i guess your expertise and mm. i often find myself having conversations with leaders is to be conscious of the impact of what they say because you can achieve the same result in a better way by just changing one, maybe two words. So how Absolutely. do you see that? Yeah. So, Words carry energy and words trigger emotions. Yep. So whatever we say, it has an impact, energetical but also emotional impact on you once you say it but also on the other person who is listening to your words. So first of all, be mindful of the words you yep. speak yourself, how you feel about them when you speak. If they make you feel a little bit anxious, angry, or, or not comfortable, these are not probably the words you, it's, it's good to use. It may be changed slightly them, because those words could be, could be having the same impact on another person. And if you feel good about the words that you are using, obviously, they will have a good impact on another person. I remember Jim Rohn. I've been really grateful to be mentored personally by Jim Rohn. And I met him in 1992. And for 18 years until he passed away, I regularly was meeting him and was being mentored by him. So it was a great privilege. He had a brilliant way to use the language. And he was always saying words um they do matter all the time and one of his favorite things that i mentioned to you before is just you can say to someone what's wrong with you or you can say what's troubling you 
That's two right. different meanings, two different ways to talk to someone. And every word matters. And sometimes we, we are even too hard on ourselves. We talk badly to ourselves. We beat ourselves up with words and with emotions. And that's also negative um, because yeah. it creates chemicals in our body that actually are harmful to our own health and well-being. So That's same right, way, yes. use the words that they are critical to someone else. These are the words that they carry on, the negativity and the bad influence that could be harmful also to someone else. And remember, what you send out comes back to you. So protect yourself. Don't send anything <laughs> negative to other people as a self It's only going to come back. It's, it's it like a boomerang. It's a, it's a boomerang. Yes. I constantly remember that. And words are really very powerful. Um, I often notice people, I remember years ago, I met a leader who was saying that none of us likes to be told what to do. So leaders, it's very good if leaders are aware and maybe avoid using words like you must do something, you should or you shouldn't, because these are the words that they actually trigger straight away almost like a... Um, rebellious <laughs> nature right. of people yeah. say, why should I must okay why should I <laughs> who are you to tell me and yeah. although it's it's a kind of understandable that if you work for someone they might be telling you that this is something it's expected of you to do but the way you say it it could be that you actually feel the joy of doing something because it's it said in a way it was um expressed in a way that is very friendly, very welcoming. It's almost like a partnership. Yeah, it's, words create different energies, as you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so it's not yeah. creating this energetical and emotional partnership between a leader and the team members uh, within the organization that it's um, it just, it's uplifting. Another yeah. thing, um, I don't know if you've heard of Dr. John Demartini. He was... He was the superstar in the, the movie The Secret and the book The Secret. I yeah, don't know some yeah. listeners maybe heard of that. Uh, amazing, uh, amazing human being. He wrote uh, several books on values. And one of the things he mentioned that values are so unique, almost like fingerprints. Every human being will have different values. Um, and the top values, the top key values, human values for life, uh, they will be really very unique. So one of the things in leadership is to understand what are the values that are, that, that they are driving someone who is in your team and how those values could be matched with the values of the company. So if you align them together, people will feel more inspired to give their best because they will be feeling they are also meeting their own, own values and supporting yeah. their own values. That's by right. Working organization so having that it's not just literally like motivating people to do something but inspiring yep. them from within to do something well all the and time that's, now you're talking my language Isabella and that comes back to that that's that human <laughs> side it's understanding Absolutely. humans it's not humans in general yes you got to do that it's understanding each individual as a human yes. as someone yes. who's different and the more you find out what motivates them and then you connect it with the values and the, and the vision of the company, then that's when you unleash the power of the motivational power and you unleash their energies. When people are motivated, the energy is bursting out of them. It's, mm. 
Absolutely. They, it's just that's the key to it, the secret to unlock the leadership. <laughs> so as to say, as we were talking about before, we have 15% of people are engaged. So 15% of leaders are doing something right. So that's Absolutely. good. So this, we've got let's to expand. Let's get it out there, right? Instead of 15, let's get, reverse the, pro, the, the uh, equation. So look, uh, Isabella, thanks for being on today on Soul Inspired Leadership's pod, Leadership Podcast. Been great having Thank you. Thank you so much. I really uh, appreciate you. It, it is, it's been great. So um, thank you and thank you for listening, people out there, and enjoy the rest of your day. So thank you. <laughs>